Thanks for clocking in to Becoming a Better Nurse podcast. I'm Rebecca. And Aaron. Together, we like to offer ideas, conversations, and solutions to help educate, elevate, and empower nurses. So here's a question. Would you rather work shorthanded or would you rather work not shorthanded but with a bunch of lazy nurses? That's a really good question to ask yourself um, because, you know, especially now after COVID and everything that's been going on, people are traveling, people are leaving, the burnout rate's high, the turnover rate's high at certain hospitals. And, you know, you're left sometimes being overworked with with the patients because uh, there's not enough nurses to take care um, of these patients. So you got to ask yourself, would you rather work with uh, lazy nurses who are your teammates or would you rather work shorthanded and uh, short-staffed? That is a good question. What would, what would you say? Well, becoming a charge nurse and I was dealing with staffing and I've learned that I'd rather have at least a lazy nurse there than not than be short-handed because the lazy nurse if you expect them to be lazy and we used to staff sometimes and make the schedule some I mean the assignment sometimes with the fact knowing that they're lazy so you would give them the busier patients so that the people who do help are going to be available and more willing to help as opposed to the nurse who's lazy just have them stay with their busy patient and just keep them they just keep to themselves um, it also depends on what you consider lazy um, sometimes lazy means they don't do anything and then that's a det- detriment to the patient and you would feel bad for that for that assignment that nurse taking care of that um, busy patient but I guess it depends on what you feel is lazy but I'd much rather have a body there that you can deal with than short staff because when you're short staffed that means more problems with less people to help with the um, dealing with it and so you're just overworked you're overburdening the good nurses that are there and then they become burned out or angry or you know run down and it just creates laziness then because they just can't seem to keep up so I would prefer to work with the lazy nurse than short-staffed yeah, I think bottom line is, um, okay, so I think both these situations are really pretty much toxic and they're detrimental to morale because on one hand, you don't have enough nurses to take care of the patients and so everybody's overworked, uh, stressed out, and so that demoralizes the unit. And then on the other hand, you have nurses who are there and get away with pretty much, I mean, I don't want to say murder, but pretty much get away with doing the bare minimum. And that's also demoralizing because you feel sometimes you're running your ass off doing all these things and you have somebody... Um, basically sitting down for most of their shift documenting and that's just and you know they're not answering their call lights if they're even documenting documenting, true true that so it's like they're both really terrible situations and very very demoralizing situations but but at the same token like but that's the reality we live in too that's that's what's going on right now in in a lot of hospitals major hospitals I know several hospitals that are going through the same issue where there is no staff, and then when they do have staff, um, some of them are very lazy, or you know, you have travelers who are going in there just uh, doing the bare minimum, and that's the reality. And it's not just in nursing and healthcare; it's in many different other um, areas where people don't want to work. I mean, even in the police force, you know, you still have people who, um, in some police forces in some counties, are extremely short-staffed, and also you have people who just don't know how to do their job, who are very um, lazy. So. 
it's in pretty much all these fields where it's a high demand, high stress field, and you know you're constantly dealing with turnover and people who to stay and good people to stay. So it's just very hard. But I personally would decide to work with lazy people because at least, at least you have somebody available to take care of the patients who need to be taken care of, even though it sucks and it sets a low standard of care. Um, a good leader in those situations would increase, would, would, would basically set an expectation for these lazy people and decide that they will not tolerate anything under the expectation. To be devil's advocate here, I can also say working with lazy nurses, I much prefer not to because the lazy nurse actually perpetuates the more work for the next shift. And so what happens is that lazy nurse like doesn't do their job. So then the nurse following them has to do the stuff they didn't get done. Plus now they've got to add to what they've got to do for their shift. And it and it's a cascade effect. So if you had had a nurse that at least did everything, at least you can come in and deal with your own problems and do it, you know, do the job, your job that you can do. You might be overworked, but you didn't have anything left over from the other shift. I can tell you that when I'm in pre-op and there's a lazy nurse that I get the patient from, you know, there's patients that are supposed to have a CHG bath. They're supposed to have their pre-procedure checklist done. They're supposed to be given certain meds that need to be given. And so when they come down to uh, the the pre-op unit after you know we've getting we're doing a bedside checkoff they they might left their dentures in they left their jewelry on so now that's five new steps I have to do I have to take off their stuff their jewelry take out their dentures I have to give them a bath I have to make sure their IVs working I now I have to do the pre-procedure checklist and if all that wasn't done now that I have to do all that and then the stuff I needed to do like get their pre-op meds get the anesthesiology meds get all the stuff that I would needed to do with my job so the lazy nurse actually adds a lot of work to the next shift or the cascade of the nurses following them or the fact that then you know they don't do what they're gonna they're gonna do and then so everyone around them now has to pick up the slack because they've you know neglected something so there's a both ways and and I don't think any one of them's the better choice. However, I can see the point on both sides, and um, I would like to know what you guys think because there's pros and cons for both things. Yeah, so they both suck. Uh, but I would rather work with a lazy person. But what if? Let's throw this wrench in the in the uh, system. What if you had to work in a situation where you had one lazy nurse, short staffed, or you're not short staffed, you're not lazy, but you're working with the bully. <laughs> That's a pretty bad situation because, um, you know, whether people are aware or not, especially like in, in leadership, that one person who is toxic and a bully can really bring down the morale also of the unit and can make other people, especially people who are, you know, uh, nicer, not as assertive, not as dominant, not want to deal with certain people because of the bulliness. And people who are at a different personality who are more S-type supportive, more um, laid back, not as dominant, you shouldn't expect them to deal with the bulliness and harassment and, and rise up to that level. That's that's not fair on their part. That's a lot of stress and you're, acting, you're telling somebody to be some, something they're not. Um, and a bully is basically somebody who's choosing to be a certain way when they know they shouldn't professionally. So 
I would say that even working with a bully is stressful and demoralizing to the unit because everybody knows that they're a bully and nothing's being done about it. Yeah, man, that sucks, especially when the manager doesn't do anything about it. Um, I would say the bully nurse is almost as useless as a lazy nurse because you can't rely on them for teamwork. You can't rely on them to be part of the, uh, the solution and so then you just leave them to themselves again and so you give them the assignment that at least is busy so that no one has to bother them or they don't have to bother anyone else because you're kind of like trying to keep the unit flowing well so at least if it's a bully nurse but they're competent at least you kind of know that you can leave them alone and they'll get their work done but I would say a lazy nurse might be better than a bully nurse but they're both equal they're gonna not produce they're not going to be very productive for the cohesiveness of the unit I'm going to give them that but um, how about if you were working not with a lazy nurse but with the chatty nurse that seems to go around and talk with everyone and doesn't get their work done (laughs) they're not a bully but they're super friendly and they're super um, social and they don't get their work done now that's almost just as bad as the lazy nurse because now you've got to redirect them all the time they're not helping because they're just talking they're they're kind of like you know focusing on everything else but work um those that's actually not that bad because sometimes people who are chatty they're just um they just need to be refocused and and it's not that i feel like sometimes they're not doing it on purpose uh, especially if they're observing a lot of people who are like that, they like to talk, they just like to chat. I, th- I think ultimately there you can work with them and 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 kind of redirect them, especially if you have a strong charge nurse or a strong leader, and tell them, hey, you know, you can chat as much as you want, but you just make sure you get X Y Z done. So I think those are that's probably the better situation from having a lazy nurse, a bully nurse, or short staff because you can you have somebody who's just chatty and that's it. I don't think that they're chatty to avoid work. It's probably just because they're chatty because of their personality. I am not chatty, so um, I can't relate, but I've seen it happen. And these people, and and I wouldn't say all of them, but a majority of them, they just like to talk to people because maybe it's the only time they have that they can communicate with other people. Maybe when they're at home, they don't have that option. And sometimes being at work, they just like to talk. So that's what I would say. Yeah, but they involve more than one person to their conversation. So then now that's two people not doing work, maybe three. And then you've got to break it up so that they can get all get back to work. So everyone's got to catch up on all the stuff that they didn't get done because the chatty nurse conversation conversed with them for too long. But then I then the charge nurse, whoever's the leader there, has to set the expectation that you can't talk unless you you, you obviously perform the, your 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 main duties, which is maybe assess, you know assess your patient, give meds, and then there's downtime. Of course, you know what else are you gonna do? You're not gonna work every single minute of every day if there's downtime. So at that point, as a leader, you know the expectation is meet meet the minimum requirements for the day for the shift, and then from there, you know, if people want to chat, I don't see any issues with that. But of course, the, the work has to be done first because you're there to work, you're there to take care of patients. That's the priority. Okay, so it comes down to just having the strong charge nurse because even the lazy nurse charge nurse can come around and make sure they're doing their work and they're gonna dig in and they're gonna you know check in their charts so you haven't I haven't seen you haven't charted yet and make sure you get it done you have to follow up with them make sure they got their baths done you got to follow up, make sure their meds are given you got to follow up make sure PT saw them whatever the test remind them that they have tests due um, all these things remind them of labs and that's a lot of work for the charge nurse to do so but yeah I mean I guess you can say as long as you have a strong charge nurse you can you know rely on them to get most of the uh, things followed up with 
Yeah, I think the bottom line is with all these situations, if you have a strong leadership, I think they can make the situation better. So in the case of the lazy nurse, when you have a strong leader, they can they can raise the bar and the expectation. And the lazy nurse would either um, meet that standard or fall apart. And sometimes that's the expectation. You know, you would want that because that leaves room to open up for somebody else who's going to be able to raise the standard um, in in the care. And you want somebody who's strong. It's demoralizing when you're working with somebody who's not as strong, um, and and it's not teachable. They can't be raised up to that standard. They just don't want to. They refuse to. They just want to do the bare minimum. Um, in any situation, even if they're short staffed, the, the a leader can step in there and help out and to fill that gap. In the meantime, um, a bully in this situation, so a, a, the leader can come in there and disrupt that immediately if they're hearing that somebody's being a bully and set expectations for that bully, so that they don't they can they will can stop doing whatever they're doing. And if not, it's just. The unit's not going to work for them because when these people these people are there because, and I understand there's certain things that go on after COVID where it's tough to get personnel. It's really hard recruiting, but after a while you start to realize that some of these things are there because the expectation is it's going to be allowed, and what you allow, well, basically you permit what you allow. Yeah, um, the thing is, is with any of these, leadership has to be um, strong. And if leadership allows it, then you're kind of, you know, hitting your head against the wall. However, um, not all leaders are good leaders. So you have to kind of, you know, dig deep dig deep into yourself and figure out what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate, and then, um, you know, go from there. I think that the lazy nurse, the chatty nurse, the overworked, uh, short-staffed, that's definitely a trend in nursing that we can't get away from, and I feel that um, this new, this new norm for nursing is going to be something we can all discuss and figure out what we are willing to tolerate and what we're not willing to tolerate and then try and when you're in a good place don't leave it you know try to stay happy try to stay focused you know I read a lot of times that nursing is not for everyone which it isn't but nursing can be a rewarding job if you can find your strengths and weaknesses and you know set yourself up for success and try to minimize your failures by um, speaking up to your manager and knowing your limits time to clock out thanks for listening if you like what you hear please hit the like button and subscribe stat follow us on instagram you can find us on becoming a better nurse until next time